Come on, come on, come on. How you want it? Call Yak the Patron. Brunch with the boys, we gon' give you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Come on, come on, come on. How you want it? Call Yak the Patron. Brunch with the boys, we gon' give you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Yes, we are the trending topic. Three relationship profits. Brunch with the boys, we the hottest. Brunch with the boys, we the hottest. What's going on? It's your boy King Des here. Another episode of Brunch with the Boys. How we doing this evening, gentlemen? Jeezy, what's good, everybody? It's Mr. Gent out here. We got a special guest tonight, don't we, fellas? Oh, we absolutely, man. We got Patrick Lee, but we'll call you Pat. <laughs> Former... American football NFL player drafted by the Green Bay Packers in the second round in 2008, and he won a Super Bowl champion with them. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So we're just super happy. Auburn alum as well. You know, we ain't going to hold that against you. It ain't Florida, though. I got got a friend that went to Auburn. Gator. Gator, Gator. You know what I'm saying? But we still love you, though. SEC. SEC. Ah, oh, don't, don't do us don't like that. Ah, oh, don't do us like that, man. You know, everyone has their ebbs and their flows. You know what That's, what it is. That's what it is. But we appreciate you joining us tonight, Pat. Oh, who, yeah. Who we get into, fellas? So we actually got the request from uh, Gent. Keep sending them in, please, at brunchwiththeboys at gmail.com. And uh, a, a young lady asked us to speak on emotionally unavailable men. Mm. So uh, it's kind of deep. Yeah, I mean, you know. Do we need to define that first? Yes. A man typically not willing to or able to truly commit to you and to be loyal to you. And, you know, to elaborate a bit more, he typically doesn't want to share his truest feelings with you. So he's really perpetrating, likely keeping things surface level. And I think that's the first sign, you know, to know if you're seeing a man who is emotionally unavailable or maybe you a nigga who just realizing you're emotionally unavailable but yeah they don't want to commit to anything real quick just got a question could it just be that you're not the chick he wants to be emotionally available to like you don't have enough of a position in his life where you're going to get those emotions those reserved for bitches he cares about is that a possibility so you're saying it's more her vibe and what draws him to you We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy King Des here. And I have a question for you. Why boudoir? Because you deserve to celebrate you and discover just how fearless, sexy, and beautiful you really are. Yes. <laughs> Every woman, moms, brides, and girlfriends, your sisters, and your wives, your doctors and nurses and teachers, Image Boudoir will help you celebrate being empowered. Mm. Image Boudoir is the premier boudoir photography studio in Orlando, Florida. Tell it. Our boudoir sessions at Image Boudoir are created and customized to capture your vision. And as a female-only boudoir studio, we're extremely understanding of the vulnerability of a boudoir shoot, and we're here to support you. Mm. From finding the perfect inspiration to the perfect wardrobe looking to pose you. So the question is, are you looking to feel empowered? Yeah. Or do you just want to feel sexy for yourself or your significant other? Visit imageboudoir.com. For a sexy photo shoot today. I'm saying, do you treat every girl, any, any girl in your life you had a relationship with, like romantically, did you treat them all the same? I don't know if you do. I think you're right. In some way, I think it's how comfortable you are 
with that woman to say how vulnerable you get and how emotionally available you become. But but it's conscious though, yeah. right? It's not that it's not your inability to or unwillingness to. Is that she has to be something or someone that makes you want to? Yeah, right. Sometimes it's or, conscious. <clears throat> okay. Or you could be committed to something else than a woman. Mm-hmm. Like with with me mm-hmm. with sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before before y'all even um, had this conversation, I had to mention it to the wife before anything. Before for sure, for sure. She wanted to jump on, of yeah. course. Anything, and she was like, you know, you wasn't emotionally available when you was playing football because you was so locked in on it. You didn't mm-hmm. give a damn what was going on at the house. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that makes sense though. Mm-hmm. That's real. So it could be either or, you know. Yeah. And a lot of women, and that's kind of why I was hoping she'd jump on, because I was curious to hear her perspective as to dealing with an emotionally unavailable man. Are there certain justifications where you were focused on your career? You know what I mean? In other situations, it it isn't really that viable of a reason. You know, he's just being selfish. So, So, Pat, was was she understanding during this time frame or was she like bitching the whole time? Like, where was she on that spectrum? Well, it was kind of different. I mean, she didn't, she understood what I love. She understood football was my first thing. That's what I'm passionate about, everything. The thing was, she wasn't on me about that, about, you know, just not being available. She just wanted to marry me right away and just lock me down. Damn. Because she already knew. God damn, you you laid that one right out there like that, didn't you? And and to and to be to be honest, that's a lot of women. You know, obviously there are more greater incentives to do so with you. You know that were obvious, but at the same time, most women want to lock you down. Oh, they put a down payment on it. No, you'll find them early saying, "So what's this going to be? You know, where are we going to go with this? Is marriage next?" They ask those questions early. You see your twenty three, twenty four, twenty five year old one, the smart ones. Those questions will be asked immediately before you even see the pussy. I'm sure of it. God damn, you know before? Well, maybe they'll fuck you the first time and then they'll bring it up. You won't be double tapping until you give her the right answers. I firmly believe but that. Like, hey, that's your game type. Wild. Yeah. For my situation, well, it was like, you know, I didn't have money like that. Yeah. I didn't have no money or nothing like that. So when I when I got the big bag right away and she wanted to get married, I'm like, Mm-hmm. I need to have my fun. Yeah, before you yeah. talk about marriage. Yeah, right? I gotta smart man. Figure things Indeed. out. Do you know? Have yeah. fun. Go out there and this and that. And, Did it make you feel weird when the timing of the push happened when you got the bag, or was it you know you weren't suspicious oh, of it? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Because <laughs> that's real. I was so I was so focused on football. Like I even got hurt my yeah. first year. So. I was injured. I was on IR for the rest of the season. I started the first five games, and then I got put on IR for the rest of the season. And um, it was just like I was in another place where I'm trying to get right. I'm trying to heal up yeah. and this and that. I don't want nobody bothering me. Let me get right. <laughs> yeah. I got I'm a, dra- a high draft pick, second round. You know, I got something to prove, and I'm sitting at the house hurt. And right. shit. So it was like... Yeah. Fuck, and then she hit me with this marriage shit and this and that. It was like, yeah, I gotta cut you off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's and then real. On top yeah. of that, it was, it was, you know, you got the family on top of that too. Then, yeah, I came with a big bag, and then everybody, everybody got their feel like it's their bag. Yeah. So, but yeah, exactly. Well, that's black people in general, though. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that's exactly. why you know 
you got to live your life, you know, and, and isolate yourself if you feel that's necessary. No one should judge you on your success or how you handle it. Yeah. So I'm sure you did right in the areas that you had to. And, man, nigga, that's all you can do. Yeah, but, sounds you know, good. You know. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying. I, it, no, it, it's, it sounds it's, good. Yeah. Right. It sounds good. And I agree, with, I agree with you. That's how it should be. But in reality, it's exactly the way Pat explained it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and. You know, what do you do? That's a tough, I mean, I haven't been in that position. That's a tough position to be in, right? Yeah. Because you, you you feel some type of responsibility, obligation to your family or people who haven't had a part in your success. But at the end of the day, you got to realize you can't have the life you need to have and take care of everybody else, yeah. right? It, that becomes very, very difficult. You, you know? weren't shooting with me while I was in the gym, though, you yeah. know? That's what it did. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. But I bought you the sneakers so you could practice. Yeah. That's what they'll say, too. I paid for your transportation to get to the gym. They'll say that, too. I picked you up. Mm Mm-hmm. And and for your parents, sure. But, you know, if we're talking about a relationship, and I guess it depends on that relationship, I don't, doesn't sound like she was taking care of that nigga in that way for her to be, you know, (laughs) you know, but it could have been coincidence. And I'm willing to bet she was going to want that no matter what. And you getting paid, really, you know, that's just you. In your feelings, because the money game, you know, nigga, want to hit some, and and honestly, I that's what I would do, you know, mm-hmm. shit, give me give me about two years, and we're gonna be a happy family. You know? <laughs> it was exactly that. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. But no, so work can be a great reason or justification to be emotionally unavailable, in my opinion, but that isn't always the case, and a lot of men, you know. For whatever reason, I wonder, is this something that is learned? Is it something that you see? Your father didn't speak much and open up about his emotions. Me, mine, feed me. And and you're gone and and nothing else is really happening. So you don't know what it's like to express yourself. You're just supposed to be quiet. And you inherit that behavior, right? And you go on and you do so and do so. So you don't know how to open up and talk to a woman. You know what I mean? I mean, if I'm going to talk about just my singular experience with my father... That's exactly how it was. Like, this dude said nothing deep. Like, uh, it felt like he wasn't really involved outside of the provisions and the providing factor of the family. And when, if he had an emotion, Ma was quickly squashing that in the moment. Like, Mm -hmm. so it felt to me like he didn't have that voice. And if you do that over a period of time, shoot, I'll emotionally be unavailable quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I can't be heard or the only time you want to hear me say something is if I'm doing something for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll put me in a little position. Yes. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you. I think you take you take from what you see. Right. And like my parents were very, very like straightforward and real. Like they didn't really sugarcoat shit. So I probably knew stuff I shouldn't have known at certain times in my life. You <laughs> know what I mean? But my parents didn't have the time and the energy to try to baby me or sugarcoat shit. Like yeah, I needed yeah. to know the real because life was real. You know what I mean? So I think that's the that's the approach I take on life and just my relationships in general. I wouldn't say that I'm overly emotional for any particular purpose, but I, I don't try to hide my emotions. Right? I'm just pretty. I'm I'm pretty. Um, rational right so some people say i'm unemotional right because i'm rational but i don't think it's that and it's not that i don't have emotions i just you know for me logically speaking is emotion and most people think it's just kind of non-human right but but i think it i think they waste a lot of unnecessary energy sometimes right i think happy emotions you know with your kids and your family are important but negative emotions i try not to spend too much time on them or share them because at the end of the day 
you got to work through the problem. And they're trying to focus you know I mean? on. That's not weird so, at all to me. I think that mm-hmm. that's the right way to look. Yeah. You're mentally healthy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, if more people thought that way, I think you know things Pat, would what be did different. You, what did you see with your with your pops? <laughs> well, my pops was a little bit on the streets a lot. So yeah, mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all probably know about that a little yeah. bit. Was more every lead like from that, my though. mom. Yeah, I was learning from my mom a lot. Yeah, you know, my mom was always the one that was doing everything, handling everything, and nip everything in the butt for us. Like he barely disciplined or opened his mouth or any explain everything, explain anything. Do you so, wonder if that's the culture? That I think that is. You know, especially with our background. Yeah, that's the culture because with his father, he said the same thing. Oh, so. and listen, Uncle Bunny, you are not gonna <laughs> catch him. You are not. I mean, that man—he's just making kids everywhere, man. Oh my exactly. goodness, man! Lots so, and lots. Huh? He might as well be Bob Marley's cousin. And, and, and you know, our, our father has kids before my mom and on my mom, and he—I I don't know how difficult it is for him to not be in their lives. Because he wouldn't express that. So yeah. I have to imagine mm-hmm. it might be okay. Exactly. So I think mm-hmm. just the culture, and I think those are learned behaviors, and it's not necessarily their fault more than it's the way that it's what they received. Yeah. So how can we really judge or be mad when now we know better, right? So we're going to do a, do better. But, but I interrupted you. Go no, no, no. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, but so I think you said something. I think you said some things that like, so how can we, you said, how can we kind of hold them responsible? But why are you different? Why are you different, right? In how you express yourself with your family, you express yourself with your significant other or your kids. Why are you different, right? Because you made a decision to be different, I would yeah. assume. And so I, I don't want to let, you know, I, I don't want to let, my father was pretty similar to that. I don't want to let these dudes off the hook, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think because that there's a decision you have to make to be different, right? And so I think, you know, it's easy to fall back on, well, I was raised this way, so I'm going to... You I'm don't a, think that decision that decision is, like, based off of visual stuff, too, though, but, like, you know, TV, mm. stuff like that, because yeah. I was off of that a lot, yeah. especially with family shit. Yeah. Like my dad was barely there. Yeah. So it was mm-hmm. like, all I wanted was a family, because I watched Family Matters. And I love that <laughs> show. I've been watching it with my daughter from <laughs> season do, one lately. You know so. what? That's a, that's a real position. You know what? I... I I haven't thought of. I watched a lot of them Friday night shows too, Me where too. the family was was working right. And I was like, man, the dad be hugging him and kissing him. And, and sometimes watching TV, watching TV with my dad was the only time we spent. Absolutely, and it, there was no talking. We right. watched those family right. shows. Movie. He laughed. Yeah. I laughed, and we looked at each other, and that yeah. was bonded. You know, and and, and honestly, we kind of figured that shit out. Yeah. Pat did it, nigga. We just figured it out right now. TV, nigga. We are emotionally available because of what we saw and what we aspired to, to, to receive. You know, so we made things how we saw it and said, hey, and, and I think there still is a mix of what we saw, you know, in certain yeah. ways. But at the end of the day, we knew how we wanted it to be different and we did make it. They didn't have them shows in Jamaica. Come on, man. Stop it. Listen, you know, I, I remember I remember being a kid, like a kid. Right. And thinking, OK, my dad's going to have to talk with me about the birds and the bees and shit. Right. I think this nigga might have said some weird fucking quotes and shit and thought he talked to me. And then the next time we talked about anything sexual, no, I came home from college. Nigga, I was 20. That nigga handed me three condoms, right? Of different sizes, dog. I guess this nigga didn't know what was going to work. He gave me three different ones. And he said, man, I always strap up. 
that was, was it. it. That was more. That was more than I've ever received. That was dad. it. My, I, a conversation. That was. There it. was never a conversation. That was it. He never referenced it or gave it until he knew I got a woman pregnant. He probably didn't know if I was fucking. Does I mean, it count when you're 20 though? I mean, like we counting that though? Like, I, mean, I was a grown ass man. No, you're a grown man. At that point. You know, but you're still a kid. But yeah, he waited, especially before you went off to college. He handed me yeah, a condom and said, "Strap up." So that's yeah. a conversation. Man. I never got a condom. I never got a condom. Probably why I made those questionable decisions early in the game. Yeah. Oh, man. Isn't that crazy though? It seems is this a culture thing as well? Is that the black community? Is it you know we're, we're Caribbean? So is it that the, the culture there? You know that's odd, man. So man, come on, man. My grandfather got thirty five kids, but no one talking about Real it. Talk. I <laughs> thought he had more than that. I thought he had forty. I think no. my dad said he was at forty something. No way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's real talk. Because you know some of them. Come on, you know we all forget a few. You know? <laughs> And when you're making kids like that, you busting in everyone. No, you, know? you are. Exactly. I can't blame my dad for, yeah. you know, not giving me knowledge on certain shit. Yeah. He didn't know it. He, he no, missed really. on one of his triplets. Yeah. One yeah. of the seven. Yeah. The triplets. He I heard. Like, that's one is not mine. That's yeah. standard protocol, though. They'll they'll always. Two out of three. <laughs> only two out of three <laughs> yards. They'll, they'll drop one by the proverbial fire station at any point like but look at his ears those not my ears look at his ears but no seriously if you're treated that way how can you parent your child the way they you know deserve or would like the only thing that i would say is that and we need to give maybe the mom some props because it's a matriarchal platform that we kind of grown grew up in and i think because we saw how they were i think we probably took some of that from them as well like i feel like i took a lot of saying what I want to say when I want to say it, how and not caring how it comes off. More from my mom because it really wasn't my dad. She she would love to hear you say that. Yeah, Give her a call. We'll talk. I took, about I took that brunch with the boys to get at his ass. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about that. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I got his ass too. You see his face? Side shot. Side shot. Unexpected. Oh, well, you ain't shit. Only your brother could do that. Only your brother could do that. Person. Oh man. So. Again, that's the first reason when we see a man not opening up to you, it's real safe to be he's not being safe that he's safe to say that he's not emotionally available to you. Um, his past remains a history. I'm, I'm curious. Do you think it's necessary to share your past? And that's why I really wanted to get your wife on here. How important is the past when you're talking about, you know, being in a relationship, Pat? You tell me how important is the past do you ask? Do you need to know about her past relationships, life story? No. Nah. So all that can remain a secret and you can move forward? Yeah, I got to move on. Some would say that helps you to understand her so that, you know, you can be with her more successfully. What's more likely to happen, though? <laughs> In your feelings? Like, you know, if... if I don't. I don't ask her. She's not gonna ask me. So yeah, mm. and at that's, least that's what you, you want. At least so, that's what you hope. <laughs> so, yeah, and yeah. that is what you. And, and from that you perspective, that from that perspective, I actually agree. I think that's men in general. We do and expect reciprocation. It doesn't really work like that with women. They are emotionally yeah. driven and we are logically driven. So we think, yeah, if we don't do it, then they're good too. No, right. nigga, you will not <laughs> ask, and she will ask twenty questions like dog. Yeah. So. You know, right. who you was fucking before. And and I'm sure 
you know, I can't even imagine, you know, having your status when you did for her not to believe that you was fucking hoes. You know, I mean, no matter what you said, <laughs> looked her in the eye, swore your life on it. Yeah. It would be hard to believe. If come on, my, now. If that was my homeboy, I wouldn't believe. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm come, on, come on, dog. Come on, dog. I'm your homeboy. I knew one every city, every game of the season. Yeah, I fully expected that, nigga. That's the life I'm pretty sure falls upon every man in this situation. So. I don't know. I'm different. Oh. I think I want to know. And the only reason I want to know you love and, I, and I am, right? <laughs> but the reason I want to know is because I want to know the missteps of previous relationships, what some of the triggers that she may have. It's, it's less about me judging her on her past, but more about what can I learn from that past that I can take into this relationship so, you know, I don't, you know, step on a landmine and blow my left foot off by accident. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's kind of it for me. That's the lane I'm in. I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it. I want us to have our relationship because here's the thing. <clears throat> I think if something comes up that's going to hinder the relationship, I think you can have a conversation at that time and says, Hey, is there something that's happened previously? I'm not aware of that is, that is, that is causing you to, re, you know, to react yeah. to or behave that way. Um, but unless it comes up, <laughs> right? Because you may, she may have problems or triggers in her last relationship. That's because that nigga sucked and yeah. he wasn't the person for her. And we ain't going to have a problem yeah. because, you know what I mean? So, you know, and, and I know me is like, I always know, I live by the model, yo, don't ask questions you don't want the answer yeah. to. Motherfuckers ask questions all the time. And they, if you really thought about it, like, you don't want to know the answer to that. You don't want to. Love her because you love her. Let me ask you, Pat, <laughs> Not would you want to know? Three years ago. Oh, man. See, now, I don't want to talk <laughs> about the sexual past because mm-hmm. niggas get sensitive, nigga. <laughs> And if you realize your girl like come on her face, not because she just met you, but because that's the way she lived her life all the time, that's hard to accept. And when you come on her face, you when you're done, you looking at her different. Oh, it's not greatness. You looking like this reminds you nasty me of Donnell. Like, and she's not thinking that. She's thinking I love you, you, you. You're come. Yeah, right, bitch. I don't know you. I know you did this before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But more. Look what I did for you. Look. For real. <laughs> But what I really mean more is her past relationship. Would you want to know, Pat, if your girl cheated on her last man? Or would you not want to know? Does that matter to you? Well. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Because a lot of women, you would want to know. I would want to know. Why is that? Because it's going to be some, it's going to be some things that's going to be tested in your relationship. Yeah. So when when you get tested, it's gonna be something in the back of your head that's gonna figure out why she went that way or why why not. And in that past, she cheated before. So if she did, if she did, with that person that she was with and doing that, and she'll do it with you. Then tested in that moment is like what. So you'll think she'll do it to you then? And see, that's the point. But I don't and agree with that. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that someone's I don't think past is always a, a predictor of what they're going to do in the future because, you know, we don't know what kind of dude that was, dog. He could have been one of them dudes that was laying pipe all across campus and but shit. Why? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and she felt like, dang, if he going to do 18, I might as well do one. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, I think he did. 18? <laughs> I don't know. And I, and I hear you, and I agree. But one is seemed like, mm, she still love the other. It can be, and that's and that's the thing. You'll never know. You'll never know. Yeah. So you catch you him in your bed. Know. You never know. 
And see, that's it. By you knowing her past, now you don't trust her the same way you would if you didn't. So you handicap. If that's an issue for you, you're setting yourself up to even ask. And if she knows you well, she'll lie. You know what I'm saying? Because the hoes know the they, And some of yeah. them will keep Niggas it real, lie. I think. And they and they will. I've never t- and, 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 and the funny thing about the whole cheating shit is, yeah, once a cheater, not always a cheater. But the reality is, you're because you've cheated before, you are more likely to cheat in the future. That is fair to yeah. say. You know what I mean? And if you you're you're obviously susceptible to it, so it's not like you're immune yeah. to it. So all I'm saying is there is a possibility that you will fuck somebody else, even even though at the same time it doesn't mean that you necessarily will. When you use the word susceptible, though, you, you I think that's insinuating that there is something that you're vulnerable to, right? And and I would argue that cheating isn't necessarily a vulnerability. I think it's a, deci- a decision you make, right? Because yeah. here's the thing: all factors being the same, you could have a let's say you got a wife you've been married to for ten years, she fat. And she ain't fucking you right, and she got bad attitude, right? Mm-hmm. Some niggas gonna cheat. Some niggas not. Yeah, y'all got the same. Y'all got the same situation, yeah. right? So I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I think motherfuckers make decisions. So I don't think you're susceptible to cheating. I think when you get the bitch that's right for you, that 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 checks your boxes off, you ain't gonna want to. And, and I will double down on what Dad says because mm. I've been with someone who, you know, for all sake of the term, could was a player, right? But in that same breath, hey, you said you've been with someone that was a player. Do you mean you've been with someone who was a hoe? I mean, you well, know, because you seem like it, you don't want to say it, say it, it, it and that's fine. But, and that's fine. No, 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 that's fine. So, you respect what, 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 what shit, we're not gonna do, right? A player? I've never what, heard of female player. I've heard of a fucking hoe. What we're not gonna do right now is use the double standard because dudes is players. I didn't no, say no, niggas ain't hoes too. I'd call the nigga a hoe too. Wait, listen. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'm not gonna change my term though, okay. but I hear what you're saying. The okay. point of the matter is You're gonna bleep this out, say help. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we from the South, so I understand. But what I'm saying is they could be that way and then they meet a man that brings out all of their best qualities and they're not gonna be that and way. And they turn it down maybe one or two a month as opposed to potentially, yeah. but yeah. You know, that's still better ratio though. Maybe you can watch <laughs> I, I hear you, man. And and again Everyone can change, and it's definitely a choice. You know, at the same time, I think that sometimes people, and I don't want to get into this conversation deeply, but cheating comes out of convenience, right? So you find yourself in a predicament where, yeah, you didn't intend to cheat tonight. You went out and had a good time with your friends. You you ran into this, this happened, that, 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 that. And you got, damn, you find yourself getting some head in the back seat. You didn't plan to. And I know this sounds specific because but you just saying. My point is this: there are dudes who do exactly what you're saying, and they exactly. don't get head in the backseat, yeah. and they don't fuck somebody else. Yeah. They have fun with their friends, and they go, and they go home. to fuck home, yeah. and they fuck their wives. That's real. So like so, so I, I disagree with you. I get, I get it. And, and honestly, I'm glad you disagree with me because hope for all men and yeah. black men don't cheat, and we do. We know this to be true. Ben's got the fist up, right, man. <laughs> So, have you ever dealt with Pat, a person who, whenever you express your feelings and dislikes, they become frustrated and withdrawn and put off, almost give you an attitude whenever you share your feelings with them? Because this is another sign of someone who's emotionally unavailable, their inability to handle even your feelings, especially, you know? Yeah. As well as their own. 
No, nah, I didn't. I never had that with my wife. You know, yeah. I've been with her so long. So nah, we we haven't. We were basically grew grew together as kids almost. It seems basically. Yeah. So we didn't go through that stage yet. No. That's pretty hard. Right yeah, there. I don't think you should really ever get to that stage. If you at that stage, <laughs> it's probably because it's not meant to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. And you know, if a man resorts to sarcasm, I know a lot of people use sarcasm. And you know, gent, you know what I'm saying? I know you know a lot about sarcasm in a relationship, <laughs> and they use it to you know as a defense mechanism within yeah. the relationship. I can't handle that. Shit. It's off putting because um, I've been with someone for a long time and. I received that quite a bit and they wanted you to validate their feelings. And that was cool. But the second that you talked about your feelings, they became on the defensive. And, and so you couldn't get another word in edgewise. They'd be a habitual person that would talk over you and position themselves and tell you why you're wrong and why you're this and why you're that. And then you start to feel like, fuck, why, why the fuck am I even talking to you? Like, and, and, and Des, I want to ask you if you've ever been in this situation, you know, you've maybe shared something with a chick and she threw it in your face w- with a joke the next day. Like you share something intimate and the next day she's like, yeah, since you all fucking sensitive and shit, you <laughs> like that shit, you all missed the fuck, you know, that shit will fuck with me. Oh, so I'm sensitive. Like, damn, I told you you're going to do me like that. Like, you know, you can't play with a man. You can't play with a man like that, dog. And once you do that. Yeah, he's going to laugh it off because pride is a motherfucker boy, but he'll never fuck with you and see you mm-hmm. that way again, you know? Mm-hmm. So you got to remember that, lady. Anything like that, Dennis? Uh, I'm sure it's happened. <laughs> I just don't remember it. You really. blocked it up. No, I, don't, I don't remember that. Nah. <laughs> no, I don't play around, man. Like I, I, had, I had something similar to stuff like that where, where she'll tell a story that, like, you know, we're around certain people. And she telling the story that I beat the shit out of some other dude in the club for her or something like that, where I didn't want that story to be told mm-hmm. to these certain type of people around me and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that's a in a different way. Yeah, Man, you know where I come on punishment. I tell you who does yeah. it. No one does it better than my mom. Like, really? oh yeah, yeah, mom. Oh, oh, let me just tell you. So, dad cheated, right? And let me tell you, my mom. It could be it could be eighteen people in front of her, mm-hmm. and he could be sitting at the table, mm-hmm. and she will talk about him <laughs> and, the, and the situation as if that nigga's not there, and he'll just look to the side and be like, "Lord Jesus," <laughs> and, and she just be like, "But last no, you know what I'm saying?" <laughs> Dog, she's so real. She's so real. <laughs> but you know that's the that's the thing in any man who's ever cheated on his girl, and mm-hmm. she stayed, and you stayed oh. in a relationship knows. <laughs> Whenever they choose to, they can throw that back at you. And you know, as long as she keeps them spread out respectfully, you, you have to take it. You, yeah, got, you got to. Nigga, you can do it. You a couple have times, to, nigga. A couple times a month? Yeah. A couple times a month. And maybe you not even a couple times a month. It might be twice a year, nigga. But when she oh, says it, twice a year. you know what I'm saying? I mean, no, quietly between you and them. Oh, oh, but in okay. my case, especially the Jamaican household, when it was going to be publicly said and shared a part of your life story, <laughs> twice a year. You know, holidays, shit like that. So, birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you just had to know. You know, you had to take it, man. You know, it came with the the price of staying yeah, in it. That's yeah. funny. You know. <laughs> so you know, a man who is slow to commit, you know, and he's typically emotionally unavailable. He tends to jump around woman to woman, uh, flings everything casual. 
I think when I read that, I said, man, this sounds like every man in his 20s is emotionally unavailable. <laughs> yeah, that's a phase. That's a phase. That <laughs> like, like, how do you, you know, I think, it, does it come with age? Is it wisdom? What do you yeah. think, Dad? I think, yeah, I think with wisdom, the, the, so we talked about this, Gigi, the allure of pussy. Like, as <laughs> it's you great. Get, yeah, but as you as you get older and you realize, like, when you're young, you're happy to have it. Yeah. A bitch offer it to you, like, thank you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. When you get older, you, really, you, like, you get to a point, you're like, I'm good. Yeah. Like, you, can, you can take it home with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you realize, yo, the... Once you once you had a couple you know, a few pussies, you realize you realize what they are, yeah. and you realize that this is easy to obtain whenever I want to. It is. So now everything else becomes important, right? When yeah. you're younger, like the pussy is important. When you get older, the pussy is like, yeah, you got one, right? It worked, okay. Then let me find out who yeah. you are. You know what I'm saying? And so I think by and virtue of that, the number goes down. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah, but, yeah. That that's true too, and it's easier. Not to get back to cheating, it's easier to behave and not cheat when your boys are, you know, helping you, you know? Right. They bring some bitches around and the bitches got friends, you know, it's tough. Yeah. They yeah. always got friends. Too. You know what I'm saying? Come on, just one night. Just one night. <laughs> yeah. Those <laughs> <laughs> are the last famous words right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think some of it, you don't know what that dude was going through. So he could have just came out of a relationship and it was like hell. And he's like, I'm not going through that. So I'm going to be super selective. And there might be certain triggers that a girl may do. And he'd be like, oh, she that's how she used to do it. I'm yeah, out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and they just are going to continue to do that until they feel like they've met someone who, to death's point, checks off all them boxes. Right? I don't even know if they're... Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt. No, that's it. I don't know if they're even going to get to that point. I don't think they're even thinking that way about the boxes if they even fucking see them yet. I think as a man, your you what your mindset is, I, I want to see if I can get the pussy. Like when we're young, we're not sure if we can get it. You know? And we're just trying to get it. And we it's almost a goal and it makes us say something about us because mm-hmm. we got the pussy. When you get older and you get established, you know you're good looking, you got your shit together, you know you're gonna get the pussy. When you meet yeah. a hoe, you know, oh, I know I'm gonna fuck her, it's about yeah. when. You she know wouldn't what I mean? give you any time if Ex- she wasn't willing come to on, already. Come on, come on. The moment she saw you and when she gave you your number, she already knew she'd fuck you. So now that you know you're gonna get the pussy, you look at life different. You look at shit different. You can control yourself more because you know the pussy is not a mystery, it's a guarantee. And that's what I was talking about more in in your older years when you're a little bit more mature. But for me, if I got out of a relationship and it was horrible, man, man, I might have some PTSD, man, that I see a chick do something, man. I'd be like, "Mm -mm." I'm I'm getting flashbacks and I'm under tables and shit. Who knows? Like, so, you know, so I'm totally turned off and I'm in another Mm -hmm. direction. So I'm just saying that's viable. And you're emotionally unavailable in that moment. Absolutely. And she doesn't even realize why. It's just, Mm -hmm. you know, how the game go. uh, uh, The most dangerous nigga is a nigga who just got out of a long-term relationship. Oh, that nigga dangerous. Especially if he was married. Yeah. What that nigga won't do. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's like letting a dog who's been caged in for 15 to 20 years. You won't see him for a while. Yeah, he can, he, he can run around the house, but that bitch don't know what the outside looks like. Let that nigga outside. Dog, that dog gonna be gone for 10 if he finds his way back. So, again, the most dangerous nigga is a nigga who's been in a long-term relationship. Yeah, say, God say help that nigga. Back too, right? Oh, my God, dog. God help that nigga when he get free, nigga. Such us free. Give us free. <laughs> so, a man, 
is often emotionally unavailable when he leads with the physical first and prefers that over any emotional uh, intimacy. Mm-hmm. So anytime she brings up a serious conversation, you know, I've really been feeling us. I wonder where we're going to go. You know, those conversations. You go to this dick. Yeah. Exactly. And he makes a move on the pussy. Yeah, start yeah. sucking on the titties. Yeah. Start kissing on the neck. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she I said sucking on the titties, but she like I mean, I want to suck on the titties. Though. I just went with sucking on the titties. I, I, you appreciate that? I figured you were. I figured you get, but yeah, so that's a good sign, ladies. You got to peep that. If a nigga keeps fucking you every time he bring up your feelings, maybe he doesn't want to be with you. And, and, and Pat, again, I know you, you're married now, but before, nigga, I imagine you could attest to this. Hey, man, come on, man. <laughs> hey, say less, say less. Listeners, you didn't realize, but Pat looked look back in his room and made sure that the coast was clear. Listen, <laughs> like a smart man should. <laughs> Like a smart man shit. I just want the record to show that he said nothing. I said say less and we move on. I need money because I said, come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come I on, thought baby. he that was a, a paragraph in there. Come on, baby. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, shit. I think it's unfortunate that, you know, we talk about this all the time on another note, side note with women getting pregnant, that they often get pregnant from niggas like that. Pregnant from niggas who are emotionally unavailable and make it so obvious from the beginning, and yet they are disappointed when he has no relationship yeah. with her nor the child. My baby gonna be okay. You ain't yeah, got to yeah. be here. Like, bitch, I was he gonna have a daddy. You. <laughs> he, you know what I mean? That's he, the question. Who? Yeah, because a, a, a man, if you're in a relationship with him of any kind, if he's only texting you certain hours of the time, you know, if, certain hours of the day, if he's only texting you every few days. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So, yeah. you you know, that's a sign that he's emotionally unavailable. And it could be for many reasons, right? He could be in that shit because he has somebody. He could be in that shit because he just don't want you like that or doesn't want to see this relationship at all. You're just you're just tertiary, dog. You're yeah. not like so, primary, secondary. You just might be so, something to do. So can we can we put a nugget alert on this right here? Yeah, like, that's this a nugget alert. That's a nugget right there. Uh, it's okay, definitely a nugget alert. No more. If you only hit, you, don't right. give him no more. Yeah. Don't you, give him no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep listening. Keep listening. We'll give him another episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was about to go in too. That might have been too much. I stopped him, y'all. Hey. Y'all can be mad at me, listeners. I stopped him. He's no, not no, the game boy. Be mad, but the fellas in there, like, yeah. thank you. Thank I see you, fellas. I'm here for you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if he doesn't involve you in uh, his life, He's likely emotionally unavailable. You know, if you've been fucking, I, I I heard a story. He might be working a lot too. That could be it too. I heard a story though with a chick where she was with a guy and the guy kept saying, I don't want anything more. And she was like, I want a relationship. I want a relationship. He's like, I only want this. I can only handle this. And he put it up front that he was emotionally unavailable. Yet she persisted and insisted and kept fucking with them only to break up and be mad. And he's, in a, he's on some more, how can we break up? We were never together shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So I think that a lot of women force themselves on emotionally unavailable men and find them. themselves. And yeah, and they think they're going to save the day. You can't save a hoe. You damn sure can't save a nigga. You, know you what don't want to be safe. So, you know, I, I think a lot of women latch on to emotionally unavailable men and it ruins their lives and, and their all their freaking emotions and everything. They put some themselves do, in the fucked do, up. Some do, Because, like, you got to look at some celebrities' eyes, like uh, T.I. Yeah. Something like that or somebody like that, you know. He's running around, boom, boom, back and forth, and she's still running after him, and he's still doing his thing. Then all of a sudden, family hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Tom. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. he was like, fuck, oh, she's riding with me. 
Well, well some people, and that's a good point because some women feel like they can ride the wave until exactly. until yep. it dissipates enough, and then okay, he'll be ready then. There's a lot of people that do that. What do you think, dude? No, you know. So I'm, I'm gonna give a story. He may or may not be a listener. I don't think he is, but <clears throat> I lived with um, a, a roommate of mine's. Um, had two roommates, and we lived together. And, and one of them was with this girlfriend uh, in college, even after we graduated for five years. Um, and I think Jen knows this person was with this young lady. She would always ask me when he wasn't around. What is he waiting for? Does he not love me? Is he dating somebody else? I'm like, I don't know. I just live here. Right? You know what I mean? Um, can you pass me water? So, um, so anyways, long story short, dated this girl for five years. She loved his ass. And let me tell you something. He wasn't worth the love he got. Yeah, yeah, honest, yeah. The way he treated her. And he wasn't yeah. mean to her, but my point was he didn't give her very much. He gave her four. She gave her ten. And she did that for five years. Finally, she's like, I can't do this anymore. Or well, he said that. He broke up with her. And within a year was married and a girl was pregnant. Another girl. Oh, damn. So my point is, ladies, it don't take five years for that nigga yeah. to know if he want to be with you. Like, and it's, well, I'm not saying it got to happen right away. To, to pass earlier point, you got to be honest and have a conversation with people. Like, look, I fuck with you. I feel you. But I also know I'm at this point in my life where here's where my, my attention needs to be um, needs to be focused. And anything that takes away from this is probably not something I need to be involved in right now. So if he's being yeah. straight up with you. Then he's being straight up with you. But if he telling he love you, girl, we're going to do this, me and you, we do all this shit. And it's five years in. Yeah. Couple years, lady, give him some time, right? Five years, though? So on, I boy. saw a meme on Instagram that said, uh, he said he wasn't ready for a relationship. A year later, he was married with a kid. You know what I'm saying? And the chick was obviously had a side eye. And I don't know why they made the chick black. That maybe that was a coincidence. But <laughs> my point of the matter our black is, queens. You, yes, we do. My point of the matter is, when a man knows, he knows. And I think we've had an episode on yeah. on speaking to that. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I, I think a big part of it is time. Right? If a man is not investing time in you, that's the biggest telltale sign that he's just not emotionally involved. If he doesn't want to do things with you. He doesn't want to take you out. Every time y'all connect is on some Netflix and chill shit or, you know, he he sees you one time a week and shit like, and he's not trying to adjust any further than that and that man doesn't want what you want. Yeah. I mean, as simple as that, time is a big indicator of, because think about it, anything that you invest in that's that's a telltale sign that you're passionate about it. So you like Pat to your point, you were passionate about football. You invested. You you hunkered down and you was like, I'm gonna go ahead and get this, right? But this but the second that let, let's say you took a different approach, man, and you weren't invested, man, you wouldn't even have made it to the NFL. You wouldn't have made it to to to, to a position where you got a Super Bowl ring. Um, because that's the most coveted pinnacle of any NFL person's career. You wouldn't have made that. So time and invest is just investment. And that investment is passion, man. And if you don't have that, then he ain't he ain't passionate about your ass. Listen, ladies, if you if you feel like you're bothering him, he doesn't want to be in a relationship. <laughs> oh, that's it right there. Yeah, I mean, Say it like, again. Say it again. Man, if you feel like you're bothering him, he don't want to be in a relationship. Because let me tell you something. The dude that wants to be with you, you'll never feel like you're bothering him. Yeah. He'll say, hey, I haven't heard from you in the last couple hours. Why haven't you text me? What are you doing? You you'd be like, damn, this nigga tells me a little lot. Like yeah. you, you'll know. And I think I think the problem the is nigga will pick up the phone call anywhere. Say it yeah. again, Pat. <laughs> you will pick up the no, and y'all talk about giving out too much. That was a big one, right? That's a big one, right? That's another nugget. God damn, Pat. Pat, you hurt a lot of people's feelings right now. Shit. 
So yeah. not, not now that excuse won't work, fellas, for a while if they hear this talk about I was here in the movie, because let's be honest, if that person matters to you, you'll pick that fucking you, phone you up in the out. movie. Nigga, I won't step out, I'll answer that bitch right in the seat. No, I am in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Why can't I hear that? I'm in the movie? You'll Come be on, that now. you'll be that yeah. dude that everyone the white people next to you gonna be mad at. Right, they won't say anything to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's crazy though. You know what I mean? You didn't have to do that one like that. (laughs) You didn't help the situation. A man and his feelings, I think it's important that a man can share his feelings and and feel that they're being received and not necessarily validated, but I think a man appreciates it if he feels like you do validate them. And and to me, that comes down to having that understanding, being with the right person. And if you're not feeling all of these things and getting all these things, then you may be with someone who's emotionally unavailable because that's what their job is, you know what I mean? And I always say, T.D. Jake said one time that uh, a relationship is like a responsibility. It's not something you get into and you take lightly. It, it's work. He, that's why he always said, I don't know why y'all women asking for a man. It's work. And then y'all get the goddamn man, don't want to do the goddamn work. But in the name of Jesus, we're going to leave that alone. So my Amen. point of the matter is you really got to look at that and remember that, you know what I mean? And it comes down to the emotion. Sex is easy, Right. Yep. Man, sex is easy, nigga, and sex mm-hmm. is awesome. So I know why it's easy. But my mm-hmm. point is, if that's what it's all about, and you're not getting the emotional side, the emotional intimacy, the vulnerability, I've never thought a chick was sexier than when she was vulnerable. And I ain't going to lie, I kind of low-key get hard when I see a chick cry, and she's telling me her feelings. I thought and it was like, oh, And she shed a little tear. I'm like, God damn, girl, I fuck you, you right now. You fucking predator. Like, <laughs> no, I'm going to make it better for her, dude. I'm going to yeah, make I it know, better for her. I know you are. I'm going to make it all better. I know you are. Oh, you know, why do you tears all right? You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... <laughs> No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't be able to. Hey, but that's a, wedding, a weird get off. <laughs> but a wedding can get it though. Huh? No, no, I don't want somebody to die. You know what I mean? Like wedding crash might be a fun yeah, thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so to end this, I want to put everybody on the spot, and we're gonna go around and say and share when we feel the best time is to get your man to open up. And this is just a tip to the ladies. I'll go first so everybody can, mm-hmm. you know, gauge how you want to go. And we really want to help the ladies and the listeners because, you know, you all are likely dealing with emotionally unavailable men more than we're dealing with emotionally unavailable women. And I'm not saying it's not possible, yeah, but, but I'm true. saying it's probably more likely in that regard. So we're, I'm going to give a tip and we're going to all again come off the top of your dome what you think. Now, in my opinion, I think the best time to talk to a man and get the most out of him is why you're giving him a hand job and looking him in the eye. Of course really, No, no, listen, this is important. Nigga, this is real science, nigga. I'm sick of this shit. You look him in the eye and you slowly stroke that dick and you ask all the deepest questions. Everything. Everything that's on your heart, everything oh, that you wonder. I assure you that nigga don't want you to stop. And if your hands are what they should be, he will answer those questions. You all will feel close. He will come in your mouth. And I promise you, when you're done, you're never going to felt closer. You know what I'm saying? So, or feel closer. So, I really just want to pass that on to the ladies. He will sing like a bird. Nigga will tell you all the secrets. He might tell you his homeboy secrets if you stroke it right. So that is my tip to you ladies to get that man to open up emotionally. All right. So who wants to go next? Hand job creating snitches out here. Possibility. I'll tell you a second. Um, For me, it's probably like in an evening. Right. Like after you got through the hustle, the bustle of the day, whether or not you got kids or your job or you're working out, whatever it is, time you're relaxing someplace quiet. Right. Not a lot of noise or lights with a drink or a cigar or joint, whatever your pleasure yeah. is. 
Um, and just kind of mellow, maybe some some cool music on y'all just vibing. About and what time? I would say probably about nine is a good time, right? Because I think I think if you got kids, you can put the kids away. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're on their routine to, to end the night. And it's not 10, 30, 11 where you're like, man, it's getting late, right? You got a solid hour, hour and a half of some, some good conversation right there. So that's probably the best time for you me. You said what I wanted you to say because this happened to me not too long ago. The worst time to bring up your issues is at night at 11 p.m. Nobody's sleeping well that night. And we're going <laughs> to stay true. up. And, and maybe and maybe that's my uh, experience and yeah. maybe you're different. But to me, if you end up talking about shit that gets you heated at 11 p.m., you're likely not going to stop talking. It's going to take about an hour or so. It's going to be harder to cool down and go to bed. I don't think that's the best time to talk, in my opinion. Now you asked what my time was. Uh, no, 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 no. I know. I was just asking what you thought about time. That's why I asked you. No, I think you know because I don't want to shit but early you said in the morning. Nine, so no, no, no. Yeah, no I, I thought want, that was a good time. I don't want to shit early in the morning either so I can be dealing with that shit. No, 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 no. But I said you're working everything time. else yeah, either. You know what I mean? I thought your time was good. That's what my point was, that too late it, it, it makes it worse. Oh, no. I'm not talking to you at 11. Yeah. I'm like, you say this in a month. Exactly. I'm, not even, I'm having to have a conversation with you. Exactly. I know I'm not going to give you attention it deserves. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think for me, yeah. I like when I'm, like, when I'm being taken care of, right? So... <laughs> I like being. I, <laughs> this nigga's gonna say this too. I like being catered. You want your grapes peeled? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's a good example. Yeah, like, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I can't believe you co-signed with that that's shit. The same last I cannot name. believe you co-signed with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's no like it. Is it like? So hold on. She feeding you grapes. She feeding me grapes. She rubbing my back. You know what I'm saying? She she rubbing my beard, and then we having a conversation. Like <laughs> I open up like a motherfucker. You want a goddamn concubine? Did she get to talk to or no? Yo, uh, nigga, she is driving the conversation. She can talk about anything. I can talk about. Oh, so this is your version of a handjob. This is yeah. This is my version okay. of a handjob. Okay, all right. So it's for not me, not as fun, but but <laughs> it, it is, man. What's pampering, more, pampering. What's more Nothing wrong with being pampered. Hand like, massage. I get the hand massage. I'm rubbing, I'm rubbing her feet, and I'm telling her how you know my day was or how I felt about a certain situation, and she's relaxed, so she's not going to be as defensive. Yeah. It's 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 not a situation where I've created this heightened. Um, this heightened environment for her to not really listen, man. So I want to relax the situation. And, ne- and never say we have to talk. Never tell them early in the day. Oh, that's my point. later, we need to talk. I hate that shit. And that shit makes my whole day loom. No, it makes mean? my stomach. I get <laughs> I bubble guts off to say of you later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got bubble guts off of that. Yeah, like, I get it. I hate that. <laughs> I'm, e- I'm irregular for the rest of the day. Listen, Pat, you ever got a text that said, hey, can you come over here when you get a chance, please? Then you just be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, and she in the other room and shit like god damn why you text me that shit that's weird <laughs> I try to ignore that shit like an extra 30 minutes yeah yeah yeah. Like, I ain't even looking at my phone girl hey Pat take, Pat taking that time to prep this whole legal case then like, and you don't even know what happened though so it's like you can't prep for what you don't even remember yeah. when you know what you're not about it's, it's different when you don't know you like I, I, you can't mount the yeah. defense you know what I'm saying like, I don't know what I'm walking into <laughs> you got any suggestions for the ladies Pat Man, I oh. just love the pampering. Just like you know, it's yeah. the same thing. You know, getting fed and everything. You know, my wife cooks and stuff, so that that wins me over. Mm, I like yeah. that. A nice that, meal. that food, ladies, food. I Girls think don't that's do that no more, I heard women don't cook. do that no more. They're not cooking like that no more. I think Man, she cooking every night for me, dinner and everything. Hey, listen. No, <laughs> no. I think the uh, way to a man's heart will always be his stomach. Partly, you know. And if you can cook and sit them down, you know, and it is pampering, you it know, is. Yeah. so mm-hmm. food porn, 
you know? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Sit on your face. Exactly, because she's standing in the kitchen doing yeah. everything. If she could do it in her drawers, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. If it's, the draw, I, if it's the panties that got the little ties on the side, I like those. Like like the apron. You need the apron. Like the panties that like, have the apron, yeah. like the ties, like an apron on the side. So you those want are easy. You want Bear Coochie in the kitchen while she's making the food? Absolutely. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I. Want I don't that. know if I want. I think I want some drawers on, and that's yeah. normally not me because I normally like no drawers. But in the kitchen, yeah. But I do want her in nothing but an apron, and I want them titties to the side boob to oh, be side popping. boob. Is very. Well, she got boob. no side boob. You you every hopefully every chick got a side boob. I just need a little side boob. You know, I'm not asking for a lot. <laughs> Not everybody, but I hear what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I mean, in a perfect world. world. <laughs> Why well, you put me in these positions, Dance? I mean, goddamn it. What you want me to do, okay? I'm not trying to talk about the itty-bitty you know, titty committee. You know, y'all do y'all thing. But y'all too. sometimes they have nice side boob, too. So, you know. Yeah, it's all side boob. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> damn. See, I ain't say it. You know what I mean? King Dad said it first. So, no, no. I, I think we really covered an important topic here because I... So many men are, like I said earlier, are emotionally unavailable and it tends to be when he's younger and he's focused on his career. He's focused on mm-hmm. uh, himself, bettering himself. He's focused on getting pussy. And as much as you want to judge that, you shouldn't because that pussy that he's getting is what's going to allow him to be committed in his marriage and relationships later. Yes, that's so a good he's point. putting Strong the foundation down. Yeah. yeah, he's Hold putting the early. foundation down for stability and, and fidelity. You, you know what I mean? Holes. So he, he yeah, gotta find the best one, right? Yeah, exactly. And he <laughs> and he needed to run through those holes to get to you. Oh no, I'm just saying. Like, did you want him to run through you? No, bitch. I had to run through them holes. That that <laughs> was for you. I wanted you. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. was for you. Why I hit them holes? You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. coming right back. Ain't that what Jiggas said? I believe he came back too. I believe he came back too. So. <laughs> You know, <laughs> y'all already know what it is, man. Where can they find us, Jen? Hey, Brunch with the Boys. We're on Instagram at Brunch with Boys. We are also on Twitter at Boys with a Z underscore Brunch. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Just type Brunch with the Boys. We're on everything. Apple, Spotify, Google, just anything that you want to listen to, we can find you. Big YouTube presence as well, man. So- tell, tell, a, tell a friend. We appreciate Pat Lee. Joining us tonight, Super Bowl champion. Yes, man. Thanks for appreciate, having me. man. Oh yeah, man. So y'all know where to find us. Hey, real quick, man. Go shout ahead. out, to, shout out to Chadwick Boseman, man. Yeah, man, we yeah, lost, yeah, a, we yeah, lost yeah. a great yeah, one yeah. today, man. And Clifford Robertson man. of the Blazers. You know what I'm saying? Ball Clifford is Robinson? Like, yeah, man. Uh, he died no, too. Yeah, bro. man. Great small headband. forward. Yeah, headband. Ooh. Oh yeah. Clifford Robinson with the Blazers. Yeah, he died. The headband. Too. I remember the yeah. headband. Oh, yeah. Good game, dog. Yeah. Good game. Good game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Good man too. Twenty twenty eight. Yes, it's, yeah, it's going down, man. You know, rest in power, rest brothers. Rest in power. Indeed, indeed. Hey, we rest love you all. Hey, for, for real, real, for real. We're calling the family, man. Coffee and brunch. We can have a conversations over coffee and brunch. Ha.